Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far... I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. All hey, right, Anna. Nick. All right, Hi, Mediterranean, Below Deck, Hi, Season yes. 4, Episode 13, 14, 14? Uh, 14. Yeah, 14, wow. baby. Wow, we've come a long way, baby. Virginia Slims. Baby. So I was mentioning to you off air that I, I might have to go see a doctor because of a an injury that I can't place. Uh, it's in your foot, I believe you said. Well, I, I can place it on my body. I just can't place how I got it. Right. Classic you. <laughs> you know, when you live an extreme lifestyle. Oh, God. Here we go. Sometimes it's hard to pinpoint. You know, like I always have so much adrenaline pulsing through my veins just because I put myself where others dare to tread. So, you know, with all that adrenaline, sometimes I don't know until like the next day. After I've calmed down and I talked to, you know, I've talked to you for a while and I've um, I've lost all my adrenaline. And you're like, oh, my God, there's no blood in my body. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been dead for six days. And I'm like, God, Nick is so weird lately. Hmm. You don't understand my lifestyle? No, it does. And that's fine. No, I but understand I'm it. I'm a yachty. I understand your lifestyle is full of shit. I'm a yachty. Are you? Yeah. And I go away from you. <gasps> Is it because you just love me so much? Yes, Sandy. What if we both change our name legally to Sandy? No, Sandy. 
Sandy. Oh, sorry. Sandy. Sandy. <sighs> um, what's a Sandy song from Greece? There's a Sandy. Sandy, Sandy baby. You know? Mm-hmm. That sounds right, right? I don't know, man. It's been a while. I'd really have to go through the uh, classics. Of Sandy. I know there's like a Sandra D. Yeah. Is that her full name, Sandra D? There's something there, and I'm just, I always think about it, and I can never place. Oh, Sandy. I got the YouTube up here. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Oh, Sandy, baby. All right, I'm gonna in, I'm gonna integrate this in. By the time we go weekly, I'm gonna have this down. All right, I'm down. You know me; I love when you integrate. Less work for me. Yeah, it would be better if uh, immigrants had white allies that would help them integrate. You know. Cool. So let's start the. Is that uh, a bad take? No, I don't. It's care. a it's a bad white take to want communities to integrate, right? <sighs> yeah, that's what we call racist. <laughs> look, uh, I just look. It's not going to change my views. I just need to classify which views of mine are racist. Oh, okay. Let's move forward and not dwell on Jesus. this. Aspect you see, this is the problem. Your personality, because you can't. Uh, you're not okay. Apparently, you're not allowed to talk about how you're racist anymore. I mean, it's not ideal to listen to you talk about being racist. So, Medi- Below Deck Mediterranean, Season 4, Episode 14. We continue with Ben learning that his food was cold on the table, and he's not having it. He says he's never had to deal with anything like this before. He's a pro. Anastasia keeps going on about how being a third stew is so easy, but then it's like, then, then like, kill it. It's funny when you read back just like what the big dramatic moments are. And it's like, Ben learns his food is cold. <laughs> the way, you know, I like a different show. It's like Ben learns his his sister has been murdered. <laughs> this is this is the this is the equally high dramatics. Imagine if you were just reading the description of a wire episode and you're like, in the projects, Ben learns the, that the food the only meal he's going to eat that week is is cold. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I was just kind of I'm not getting you. any audience reaction from I that. I was just letting you drown. It's time to move on. It's just, you know, some bits don't hit me like others. Okay. You know me. I, I love a Rodney Dangerfield bit, but June's gone. So who gets no respect now, you know? Maybe Travis, but Travis doesn't deserve respect, so... Ooh. All right. Well, Anastasia, yeah, she keeps going on about how being a third stew is it. Uh, Travis is complaining about losing Jack to Aisha because he's so bummed that he doesn't have his boy. You know, what's more toxic than too much friendship between two guys? Um, uh, friendship between two women? Mm-mm. Ooh, boom. You got Zoomed and you know it and there's nothing you could do about it. Best to accept it and move on, sister child. There's no such thing as too much friendship between women. There's no such thing as friendship between women. Yeah. You know? Wow. 
I said it, really. <sighs> well, one guest is complaining about the dessert not being very good, and Ben tries it and says it's amazing. And then they decide that the tequila has made these women mad, and they don't understand, which makes him feel better about the earlier situation with the cold food. He's like, oh, okay, the conclusion is these women are idiots. I mean, I guess it's cold. Why, why would they say it? Who eats warm food and is like, this is cold? Well, no, what they do is the food comes to the table and they're so drunk that they don't take a bite forever. And then they take a bite and they're like, this is cold. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's been sitting on the table for 10 minutes and you've been yapping away with your drunk ass about how you want like a woman's <laughs> palace because your husband is so annoying. Anyway, that's um, that's my recitation of the... Fuck. What What's four you? score and 20 years ago? What they call, What's that called? Oh, the... Gettysburg Address. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's the conclusion of my recitation of the Gettysburg Address. All right, now to taste my mac and cheese. This is freezing. What the fuck? Well, it's been two years since we served it, man. <laughs> it's 58 degrees <laughs> and uh, the winds are whipping. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, the dessert, she's like, it's not very good. And it's like... And then everyone tries and it goes like, this is really fucking good. So she, and then they're like, she just got, ha she has tequila brain. The taste of tequila You know what though? Mouth. A flourless cake does not sound good. They can be good though. If it's made by like I, a I super yacht Sh chef. Sure. I'm sure. Not of course. I'm sure it's the best flourless cake in history. I just like, that doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't hit my ear right. Right. You know, you want to, you want to, you want to promote what it's got more of, you know, it's like. It's a creamy, caramelly cake or something. But anyway, in the next episode, and I'm sorry I mentioned next episode so much. That woman is a cunt. I won't forever because we're about to hit weekly. Now. No. Well, sure. But that's not my point. Okay. In the next episode, he makes the flourless cake again. And then he puts like a dome, chocolate dome on it. And then has a chocolate sauce that he drizzles all, all over it. Right. So maybe he realized, yes, this flourless cake does suck. It needs more, I don't know, some, something else. More flavor, more moistness. I think he just makes the desserts based off the guest preference sheet. And those women all like seem to hate gluten. So that's what he was doing. I don't know. So one guest is being a, doing like a weird drunk dance by themselves on the bow of the boat and flashing, flashing her ass and Aisha and Jack are watching her from the bridge. And like literally it's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. She's almost like doing like slapstick comedy, like as if she can tell people are watching her. But she's like, da, 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 but like, you know, without the noise. And then at one point she's on her head with her legs up in the air. Like it's just nonsensical what's going on here. But it's really funny it's like yeah, a true no, show i'm here for it it's pretty fun these women are all like to drunk use an overused phrase acrobaticers yeah no they're a hot mess and uh you know that if the cameras weren't there it would be more of a sexy boat and they'd probably be allowed to fuck the crew Jesus. Okay, well, the women are creeping around trying to flirt with the deckhands, and they mob Jack in the bridge. And Aisha's like, I think I'm actually really starting to get annoyed by this, uh, which means I really like Jack. And the Captain Sandy intervenes as like, he does actually need to work, and saves him. He's like, ladies, leave my deckhands alone. And they're like, ah! 
And one finds Travis in the galley and she's like, are you the chef? And he's like, la, 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 no. And she's like, hmm. So um, wow, he, seeing you recreate that scene, is, <laughs> um, and we might have to put a label on this. Too sexy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the guests are drunk and they're just doing like weird aerobics all night in the lounge or whatever it's called. They're just like I don't even know, like jumping over each other. It's a room that people almost never use, and no. when they do, it's because they're falling all over each other. Yeah, it's like wrestling. They do not uh, need those couches in that room. No, it's totally like an activities room. Yeah, they need, just need to put like some play mats out. Yeah. <laughs> some tumbling equipment. Yeah, because everyone's always like either wrestling <laughs> or just jumping all over each other drunk. They're laying down because they're hungover the next day. Yeah. Well, Jack and Aisha are cuddling in his room, in their room, excuse me. And he says he doesn't know how he feels living with a girl he hasn't had sex with, but... He's just got to be patient. Like, that's all he ever says is the fact that they haven't had sex versus her. She's like, we've only known each other for like two minutes. You've got to be patient. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm it's so the sad. Next day. That it's the next day. Yeah. Why? I'm so sad. Sure. Next day. Whatever. No. I'm so sad. Okay. <laughs> Every time I see Jack and Asia, because they're so perfect for each other and they're so weird. And it's not like a, they're, they're just too non-conforming people mm -hmm. and they work so perfectly together and they're always so happy and so laughing and you know they don't stay together and you know they don't stay together just because a they're on a boat and no one ever stays together no one's ever stayed together i think ben and um the ladies who laugh girl emily yeah have stayed together like the longest because they were together for like a year were they really I don't know. They were together for a while, months after the show. But yeah, no one ever year. no one ever makes it to the airing of the uh, show. Right. Um yeah. and um and I've seen her Instagram and there's some different guy who I'm sure is fantastic. He's just not I, I just don't know him. And I bet he doesn't talk like this. Mm-mm. He's probably like, hello, welcome. Welcome oh, to the uh, my, my ranch. My you parents left American? me a lot of money. You think he's American? Yes. Mm, okay. I think she finally traded up and got an American. Traded up? <laughs> you really think quite now tell me, how are Americans perceived on the world stage there, Anna? Good. Not great. Good? I hear a lot of countries are saying, please travel here, Americans. Vamp a little. Okay. Um, I like to travel. Who doesn't? You're a fan of Below Deck, which means you love seeing exotic locales. Me too. I, uh, I famously had a, a, a trip to Spain planned, and I, I'd love to go back one day. And you can fly to different countries. The only problem is not if you're American. It's like an anti-Muslim ban. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's for the Just best. Just because I'm not Muslim, I can't go to Spain now. Well, that sucks. It's for the best because um, we all have COVID. Yeah. But That's I'm thinking about converting to Islam. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just for the travel restriction lifts. So uh, Captain Sandy 
is looking for a stew and finds that Anastasia has overslept this morning and Captain Sandy is not happy. And she's like, don't let it happen again. And she keeps saying, only happens once. I'm like, okay. And Jack is telling the deck crew all the rules Aisha has placed on them or on him while they room together. And it's all about his behavior. And he's like, yes, I have to dry off before walking out of the shower so I don't get the floor all wet. And I need to do this and I need to do that. And they're like, well, what rule do you have for her? Uh, I only said she just has to be naked the whole time. And she was like, fuck off. And they're like, oh, ha, 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 oh. And it's like, yeah, Aisha has to place all those rules because men are gross. So, yeah, I guess they're having breakfast. Jack is checking in with Travis and he says that he is all right, but he's bored and is really over traveling. And he says he's going to try and drink less. Sure, bud. And the guests play with the water toys while Ben continues to struggle with the burners in the galley. And the guests are like laying out and asking for cheeseburgers and naughty food. And they also want to go down the slide. So Jack is helping with that. But it's like really windy. And Ben says he's relying on his instincts and experience because he has no control over these burners. He says that a lot. Look, this is how I feel about my own home. Mm-hmm. I complain about it every day. The burners on my uh, range do not get hot enough. Oh. Things just cannot boil at the temperature they need to. I see. It sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> like, uh, say my cast iron. I know you didn't have any follow-up questions. Say my, like my cast iron skillet, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how to clean a cast iron skillet? You yeah, have to you boil it. Don't have to with tell salt me. water. You know yeah, because Zach, it's all he talks about. Okay, well, once again, Zach, Zach's in all the right stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't get my range hot enough to boil to clean my cast iron skillet, and now, it's you, very frustrating. I you, spent the entire day the other day because I hadn't I hadn't used my skillet in like 2 months cuz I knew how hard it was to clean it and then I did it and it, and it took me the whole day to clean I had to clean it like 6 times it was a nightmare. It kept rotting or whatever that like Did you have um, you spoken to your manager about this? You mean did it rust? Yeah, that's what I meant to say not rot. No, I mean I literally just couldn't clean the gunk uh, off oh. it cuz I fried I fried got it. Got it, got it. And just couldn't get yeah. it hot enough to like fry it off. Yeah. Have you spoken to your manager about this? Yeah, I ca- I called her and uh, like, she said she said I didn't get Conan. <sighs> what manager do you mean? Like your landlord, building manager. Oh, Jesus um, Christ! Yeah, well my my building manager is Lyra, what? because she's in charge of talking to the landlord. Oh, because okay. I scream about a landlord and then she writes a nice email. Okay, well. You know, I say, tell this bitch that she needs to shove this fucking rent up her fucking ass if she isn't going to fix my goddamn plumbing. And then Lyra will write, hi, I just wanted to let you know, here's rent. Goodbye. (laughs) And not mention any of it. Mm -hmm. And we have a bunch of things wrong. And Lyra's like, oh, we don't need to tell the landlord about it. And I'm like, that's not how life works. We pay rent. We tell the landlord about fucking everything. And they come and fucking fix it. So we should take the a quick- fan in my living room isn't working at full capacity. The lights oh. don't work on it. Oh. The plumbing's all fucked up. Oh. Our shower leaks. Oh, and um, every time we tell the landlord something, they just come and fix it. But Lyra, Lyra is afraid of the landlord, and oh. so I finally demanded that she tell every tell her everything that was wrong in the apartment. 
last week. And then um, I have not heard about that since. So I'm assuming she didn't do it. Well, let's take a quick break and we will be right back and everything I'll talk in to Nick's house will be fixed. On. All right. Goodbye. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Did it all they get fixed? fixed? It. Perfect. They fixed it. Perfect. And see how that is the power of friendship. So yeah. the wind is so bad in the med that they have to take the slide down and get the water toys in because they have to drop another anchor and move the boat a little and 
Captain Sandy's getting all pissy because the deckhands are moving too slow for her taste. And Ben has the burgers ready and the guests were out on the boat and he's losing it because he doesn't want the food to be cold. And he's demanding Hannah take it out ASAP. And she's like, what do you want me to do? Hold it out for them to grab it while on the boat? And he's like, yes. And she's like, what for? It's a pretty funny interaction. Uh, And the deck crew is trying to pull out the second anchor and there's an issue. And then something happens to Colin where he is hurt, but it's not clear what or how happens. We just hear him go. "Ah! Ah!" And then we're like, okay, Colin's hurt. Yeah, well, you see he's laying there and looks like he like broke his leg or something. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But Captain Sandy calls Colin to the bridge and we learn that his toe got caught on something and he fell and then he thinks he, he fell really hard on his wrist. So he thinks he may have broke his wrist. So they're sending him to the hospital ASAP. And Jay Wow's having an emotional breakdown because he says he can't go through anymore almost losing Colin because he's his best mate and he really needs him to be around. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, where did this come from? <laughs> Dude, he's like so obsessed with Colin. He's like, look, Jack and Travis do not like me. Yeah. I, I have you. one friend in this world and it's Colin's parents. Yeah. Because, of course, my parents were brutally murdered by a oh, pack of Jesus elephant bones. Christ. Yeah, no, he loves Colin because Colin's is just like a nice, understanding guy who like gets where he comes from, and it's just Colin like, is the only one who will still listen to him talk about Brooke. Yeah, yeah, and then be like, "That guy's a jabroni. Don't worry <laughs> yeah, about him." Yeah, you're right. They're, they're all jabronis. <laughs> Brooke's a jabroni. Hold on, hold on. My mom is on the phone. Hey, Colin, did you tell Jerry that that guy's a jabroni? <laughs> Hold on, your father wants I to like, say something. His mom's always like, hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl, I can't believe you called me again for a fourth time yeah. every day. And he's like, I got it. I went to the hospital. She's like, holy cow. No, what happened? <laughs> Why didn't they call me from the hospital? They're not allowed holy to do any surgery. <laughs> not until you're an adult. Call it. Not until you're an adult. Colin is minimum 30 years old. Maybe younger, actually. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, no. He's just like 30 years old. Oh, yeah. Well, Captain Sandy's going to have dinner with the guests, and Ben gets nervous and says it's always nerve-wracking when the captain eats your food because they can really hold you accountable. And Travis keeps bitching about losing Jack to Aisha, and he says he can see the teddies on his old bed. JWoww's like, he's acting like he got dumped by the love of his life. Like, they're still on the same boat. Jack didn't leave the country. <laughs> the way he's acting is pretty funny to me. He's like, I, hope you, I bet you can't laugh as hard with her. It's like, Jesus, dude, relax. Uh, I think it's funny. Yourself? Um, yeah, I, I think it's funny too, but I was a little distracted because I was reading this heavy.com article, Five Things You Need to Know About Colin. <laughs> Stop. And um, this is from last year when season four premiered. But number one, he's from <sighs> Long Island, New York. Yeah, we know duh. that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he may be the most from Long Island, New York yeah. I've ever seen. Number two, he has a degree in music education yeah, we from know Shenandoah that as well. University. Music ed, not like music make. So that's interesting. I didn't know that. Number three, he says he's currently single, but of course, this is last year. He's probably banged 900 chicks since then. I don't know about that. No, he does not make love. 
Uh, number four, he has a close relationship with his family. Why? You don't say. He's a, quote, mama's boy who has a very strong connection to his family and wants to marry his mom. Wow. Uh, number five. <laughs> number not. five. He is one of three returning cast members this season. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Anyway, that's a stupid. He argument. wants to marry his mom. <laughs> <laughs> number six. He uh, is engaged to his mother. Does it say his age anywhere? I'm so curious. No, that's wh- how I got there. I was looking for his age, but I couldn't find it. Um, I bet he's like forty. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, nope. I f- I know how old he is. How old? You got to guess, dog. Twenty-five. Wrong. So very wrong. Up. His age up? Yeah, he's older. Thirty. Older. No. Are you serious? Older. Uh, 32. 33. He's 33. And she's like, holy cow, Colin. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, when they filmed this, he was 31. So you were more right. From what you know. I hope... Yeah, no, you don't need to hope because that's a fact, Jack. Is he on sailing? He isn't. Okay. Next. Uh, sailing is a completely new crew except for Adam. Okay. Well, we learned Colin gets an MRI and JWoww and Travis go and get him. And we learned there's no broken bones. It was just inflamed. And he's on pills, even though I thought he doesn't take them because he's allergic to them. Everyone, he's like, I don't take pills. I think he doesn't take pills because he's mommy's boy. Well, he, he probably can't take pills because he's like, they're too hard to swallow. My mama's got to chop them up. He's got a little pill slicer. Well, um, I remember he said it because there's too many things he's allergic to and he can't risk it. Yeah, that sounds like something his mom made up and he believes. Okay. All right, fine. Whatever. All right, fine. Whatever. Yeah, fine. Whatever, bro. God, so annoying. Me? Well, <laughs> No, that's Colin, impossible. Colin's weird pill problem. Oh, thank God. Where he God. can't take pills because he doesn't know what's in them. Because I thought I was going to have to talk to HR. About what? About you. Again. Oh. I do it every day. What if I complained to you, complained about, complained about you to HR every single day? Um, I don't think it would matter. What do you mean? I mean, I would probably get, like, kicked out. No one wants to get an email a day from the same person. Yeah. Well, honestly, they'd probably put set up a mediation between us, and I'd be like, I don't know what he's talking about. And they'd be like, Well, you're and I'd right. be like, It was. A jo- I just wanted to see if it worked. And then, yeah, you would be removed. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guests are getting ready for dinner service, and Hannah says Ben is very sensitive and not as cocky as he used to be. Still volatile, though. And Ben informs Captain Sandy of his plan to do a family style dinner because if these women send back another plate full it will kill him and Captain Sandy says she trusts him and the guests are seated and of course they love the first course whoa of course they love the first course <sighs> amazing uh, and the guests are fighting with each a other of course for Cap- is a course of course of horse so <clears throat> glad I said that 
Uh, the guests are fighting with each other for Captain Sandy's attention, and she can't really handle it. She's like, what is going on? And the guests want to know why they're serving themselves. And Captain Sandy says, Ben decided family style because he wasn't sure if they were going to eat. And they were like, he wasn't sure we're going to eat. Can Ben come see us at the table? And she radios Ben. And then Ben keeps being like, why? Why? Why do I have to do that? And he gets nervous, but then he gets lost trying to find his way outside. It was like really weird. Like he ended up at like Sandy's cabin. It's like, why would say like, why would the dinner be at Sand? Like it didn't make any sense. Like you've been it's, on a boat. It's really funny. Yeah. It's like he knows how the flow of a general yeah. yacht works. Yeah. He also has, was given a tour. Yeah. It's not the opposite direction. He's like, well, I'm in the friggin' bedrooms. Oh, maybe it's this way. Oh, no. That's the bathroom to this bedroom. Well, maybe it's through this door. Oh, no, I'm in the shower. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, why are you so lost? You've been on boats before. He's just so frazzled. He's like walking into walls. Yeah. Very it's pretty funny. funny. So once he comes out, all day Zay is, everything was delicious. Thank you. And he's like, okay. Yeah, what did they had nothing to tell him? Yeah, he walked out there after twenty minutes of you know <laughs> checking out every cabin in the in the place. He came and he bothered us. We were recording at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. He came into our room, woke us up. We were like, we fall asleep while recording. We're on the bottom of the goddamn boat. Why would you even come down here? Yeah, there's not really enough oxygen for three people. So I passed out when he came down. <laughs> But he finally, he finally gets up there, and they're like, basically, mmm, mmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted you to hear that. Bye. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, well, great. I guess your your dessert's years. gonna be an extra forty five minutes now. Yeah. He traveled across across sea and land to get to that plate, and all they said was, "It's delicious. Thank you." Mmm. <laughs> idiotic it's also idiotic so after dinner in the galley captain sandy tells ben that the food was amazing and it may have been the best meal she's ever had on this boat but it was kind of cold and ben says that they should experiment with domes to keep the heat in because it's so windy out here that the food gets cold within seconds and colin calls his mom to tell him about man hold, hold on sorry i just i really miss adrian in this moment because he would use that as an opportunity to talk about someone's breasts. I know. And Ben <laughs> doesn't mention it once. And you're like, who is this guy? Was he mature? Was he an adult? He's an adult. adult, adult but also, adult, to be fair, adult, adult. I guess they have the benefit of the Me Too movement on this season. And not that his season. Uh, Yeah. Wait, that happens here? No, I'm just guess. You know, it was like that was 2018 that the Me Too movement exploded. Yes, yes, you're right, you're right. Like in the context of the timeline. Yes, 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 yes. I thought someone got Me Too. I was like, wait, I missed that. No, not yet, but uh, soon. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably get a Google alert for Adrian and (laughs) sexual harassment lawsuit. That's the private couple. I may even learn his last name too. Hmm. I think it just rhymes. Adrian Badrian. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> okay. That's not real. Uh, Adrian Below Deck. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. Not Adrian Gang. 
Oh, wow. Adrian Martin from St. Martin. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Adrian Martin, like Andrea Martin from St. Martin, not yeah. Canada. Well, uh, Colin calls his mom to tell him about his wrist. And she's like, holy cow, what happened? And he's like, yeah, they put me on pills. She's like, what pills? He's like, I don't know. I haven't taken them yet. She's like, hopefully no opioids. She at least gets the crisis. I was really funny when they got to him on the dock and he he yelled, I'm on pills. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> but apparently he wasn't because he says he hasn't taken any of them yet. No, he hadn't taken them since. The, I mean, he took them there oh. at the doctor's office. Okay, okay. He didn't take any of his prescriptions. Well, let's hope no opioids because there's a crisis call. Call, there's an opioid crisis. We don't need you getting addicted. We don't need you to be a statistic, Call. That's me as Colin's mom. Because she calls him Call. She's like, thanks for the mm-hmm. call, Call. Yeah, that's like us when we record on our Zoom through Zoom. What? Podcasters. We're on Zoom and also on Zoom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zoom don't me. do this to me. Don't, don't fucking well, do fucking this to me. Well, fucking don't do this to me. 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 So one guest is bitching at another about them stealing Captain Sandy's attention from her. And it's the most absurd fight. Like, I don't even know who's who's upset because these women all sound the fucking same to me. Like, I can't see who's talking because they're not facing the camera. So I don't even know which one's the one who's angry. One of the guests goes back to golfing off the swim platform and Travis is helping and he says, He's been feeling very isolated lately, so it's nice It's nice to flirt with, like, a hot lady in the guest group. Mm. Well, then everyone goes to bed, and it's officially the next day. Wow. Yeah, so the guests are having breakfast, and Hannah tells Colin to let the interior know if he needs anything from them because it's his first day fully on pills, and... She's like, let us know if you need a hand. And, and he's like, let you know if I need a hand. And just then, Colin, the first to be me too Sad. Because his, his mom did not raise Colin to be a boy like that. His mom is the one who initially brought up the first lawsuit. Colin, no. You think his mom me too'd him? Jesus yes. Christ. Uh, don't, don't talk like that about whatever his mom's name is. Him and his, he's never seen his parents fight before. (laughs) So JWoww recommends Jack to drive them off anchor to show that he appreciates the work he's been doing. And Jack says, JWoww must be drinking because I wouldn't trust me. And then they see sailing yacht A. That like Russian like murder sailboat now yacht I, that you talked about. I had about. to look this up again because we previously talked yeah. about uh, luxury yacht A. No, you called it sailing yacht A. No, there's a two of them. It's oh. from the same Russian oligarch. Because I looked it up again. Yeah. And what we covered, there's two different boats. Oh. Um, and they're both you know famous, Alexander. Plashenska or whatever. Some Russian oligarch commissioned them both. And uh, yeah, this is the sailing yacht version. And it it looked like an absolute tank. Well, I have some bad news. You're fired because you confused me. I didn't. You got confused. I wasn't even there when you watched this. (sighs) I'm really sorry. Like You're embarrassing yourself. 
You're, you played yourself. You already embarrassed us with your behavior. <laughs> Bruh! <laughs> you played yourself. Well, I'm pretty sure it was the exact same bow I looked up. All right. Good night. I recognized it. All right. So sailing yacht. Yeah, that's the exact same boat I looked up. It's in my history of searching. Don't do this to Because when I saw it, I recognized it. And I was like, oh, that's that boat that we talked about. So let's look up luxury yacht. Yeah, see, it has the exact same, like, intense insides. Okay. Yeah, this was it. You talked about sailing yacht A. You can pretend like you didn't, but... Let's see, luxury yacht A. Yeah, see, we didn't talk about luxury yacht A. Mm. You're full of shit and you know it. Okay, I mean, I looked it up earlier. I thought I was doing a good job. I thought while I was doing it, I thought to myself, Anna's going to be so proud of me. Mm-mm. And you weren't. Nope. All right. Oh, a motor yacht. That's what the other one is. A motor yacht? Or motor yeah, yacht it's, they're both called A. And that's specifically so they show up like first in the port of calls log sheets. Uh, oh, yeah. Is... So this one. Yeah, we didn't talk about this one. Um. Okay. Audrey Menachenko. Oh, boy. He is scary. Yeah, we didn't talk A motor yacht. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on and not talk about it now either. Pretty surreal, though. It's like a little no. submarine. Yeah. It's pretty creepy. All right. Well, it's time to move on, I think. All right. Let's take a quick break so I can beat the shit out of you. Kill me? Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Sorry, Anna. <laughs> He's like, you're Rocky. My, my mouth doesn't work. Hey, I drink. So, um, Travis writes a note for one of the guests because he knows he can't fraternize with the guests on the boat. So he says he'd ra- he figured he- they would fraternize while off the boat. And they dock the boat and the guests are leaving. And Travis hands one guest the note as she says goodbye. And she says, oh, thank you. And it was, I think, the same guest who was golfing the night before with him off the boat. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. It's tip meeting time. Captain Sandy says she was impressed by the crew pulling it together and Ben killing it in the galley. And he says, I couldn't have done it without Anastasia. Oh, wait, I'm doing Jack's accent, whatever. But we learn they get a $13,800, 800K crew tip. It's 13, that's a Oh, whatever. I'm all over the place. They joke that it's Jack's hush money for all the sexual harassment he endured. (laughs) thought that was funny. And uh, Captain Sandy pulls Hannah to the bridge to show her photos of table settings at the Monaco boat show that she attended on their day off because she wants the like really fancy, intricate settings for their boat as well. She's like, we're a super yacht. We should have wine crates on our table. God, think about that. Think about what the what we saw in those pictures. It was yeah. wine crates. It was ropes. It was like some cans, candles, um, maybe flowers. You know, it just that's all we're talking about. Individually, all of those items very easy to procure. Okay, yeah. continue. Yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, so everyone's getting pumped to go out that night, and Hannah says she will not be spending the night babysitting a wasted Travis. And Travis says he drinks heavily, but doesn't like how condescending Hannah is being about it. So everyone heads out to the dinner and the dinner place is also like a club. I didn't really understand what was going on. And Travis is already excited and keeps calling out for RBVs, Red Bull vodkas. And Hannah's getting annoyed. Keeps well, it like, was not RBVs. a restaurant, right? Because they, they sat down and the table food. wasn't big enough to even have like a meal on. Right, but like it sounded like they were ordering food and drinks and like bottle service. It was like a lot. It was some like fancy club that Hannah was like excited to go to. And Travis keeps being like, OBVs, 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 because him and Colin are pretending to be like Long Island. Well, Colin is, but uh, uh, what's his name? Travis is also pretending to be like, hey, OBVs for my boys, OBVs. 
and Hannah's getting all annoyed. She's like, he's getting drunk again. And they, Hannah and Travis talk outside. And Travis says he just needs to get through two weeks. And then he never has to deal with Hannah again. Being like, stop drinking so much. Get your shit together. Hannah's also Colin's mom. JWoww says that he can see that Travis is already on the path of destruction tonight. And you see him literally drinking vodka from a straw out of the bottle. And it feels like the more Hannah pressures him to not drink, the more he drinks. Because remember to Jack, he's like, I'm going to cut back on drinking. I do remember that. But the second Hannah got condescending, he was like, well, I will die tonight from drinking. Yeah, he, that was his plan the whole time. You think so? Yes, I think he's a terrible alcoholic and liar. Oh. Well, yeah, Travis breaks his first glass. So maybe it's, I don't know, the first we saw. And everyone's really drinking and partying. But Travis is like next level drunk. Like everyone seems like they're pretty drunk. But like Travis is like hoisted. And by the time they need to leave, Ben is literally walking and carrying Travis back to the cab. And he's like, well, I was looking forward to blowing off some steam with my new crew. But instead, I'm babysitting them. Then he literally like carries and lays uh, Travis down inside of a cab. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. I just thought I nailed my Ben impression just then. Yeah. You did. You did okay. fucking great. Yeah, right. You don't even care about me. No, I'm just uh, concerned with uh, boat facts with Nikki T. Yeah, here we go. Boat facts with Nikki T's. Okay. Humans have 9,000 taste buds. <sighs> yeah. How many taste buds does a catfish have? Ooh. That is a good question. You know, we have very refined palates. We taste a million different kinds of things. I would assume catfish have a much smaller of a diet. Humans have mm. 9,000 taste buds. How many taste buds does a catfish have? How many taste buds does a catfish have? Uh uh, we have 9,000. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I, 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 I don't know. Just say any number and we can move on. 90,000. Yes. What? Catfish, those beady-eyed fish named for their feline-like I didn't really whiskers, just get that right, did typically I? have more than one. Hundred thousand oh. taste buds. I thought I got it exactly right. Well, no, I saw another figure that said twenty-seven thousand. That's what initially piqued piqued my interest. Huh. But looking into it, um, some large catfish can have as many as one hundred and seventy-five thousand. So they tasting up a storm. And the thing is, it's because the taste buds are located all over the catfish's body. Oh. But uh, are most concentrated on the four pairs of whiskers around its mouth called barbells, and they act as antennae. Uh, along with the thousands of buds along th their body, the whiskers allow the fish to not only taste when dinner is nearby, but also hone in on its exact location. They live in extremely muddy, murky waters and have adapted to finding prey in the dark. Although catfish have sight, they don't need it to hunt down their food. Huh. 
Because yeah. they're they're constantly tasting left and right. Mm-hmm. They're just tasting everything. They've tasted you for sure. Well, what? Yeah. It's disturbing to say the least. Anyway, a little little interesting fact about catfish. Back to you. Thank you so much for listening. That was Below Deck Season 4, Episode 14. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram or Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Hey, guys, leave us a five-star review. It's been a while since anyone's left us one. We would love it. All you have to do is go click the little five-star. You don't even have to say anything if you don't want it. Just, like, help us, you know? Like, help us be poppin'. Because, you know, our show is is poppin'. Oh, I just ran out of breath. Give us a five-star review. You can follow me at Anna Hosnian. Our Nick. show is is poppin'. <laughs> our show is is cool. Yeah, we poppin'. Uh, Nick is at Nick's Turner's. And also we have merch on Tee Public. We're soon gonna insist that they make the Sunday. I go away from I go you. away from you. Can you believe it? We would love that. So yeah, check that out. It's on Tee Public merch. Deckheads. Check it out. All right, guys. We are out of here. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far... I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.